0: I don't know if you're fucking with me or not, but um, brainstorming and sharing ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm your host, Tom Walma. Ace Armstrong. I'm GP.: And this is Creativity Wasted. I got a little worried about the uh, Ukraine and like the idea of possible nuclear war. So this starts out dark, but then I'll take it to a silly place with ideas that we can riff on. Um, and I also have sort of wanted to move into a tiny house, like buy a tiny house. So I've started, I've started getting into like, um, solar panels and like things that you can use for a tiny house. And there is some overlap between like doomsday prepping and tiny house. And also I I told you earlier before that we started Ace that I'm starting to try to build some of my ideas. Like I built those uh, fitness game controllers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, I wanted to do some like doomsday prep stuff, but I know there probably won't be a nuclear war and I don't want all this shit laying around. So I want to, I have a few ideas for like doomsday prep ideas that have alternate uses. So you're not just wasting your money on like shit. Okay. 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 I like um, it. I like
1: it.
0: Dual use. Yeah. Survival
1: stuff. Okay. And
0: some of them are more silly than others. So let me do like a little dark intro about nuclear war, <laughs> which totally. This is a
1: comedy good. about nuclear war. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. And so, it. so, so let a me pop pl- story about Ebola virus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let me quickly plow through it, so we can move on to the fun stuff. Yeah, I'm stuff. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is is what what I'm getting at? So. Like if a nuclear bomb hits, this is according to Google, so it's probably all wrong. So if a nuclear bomb hits, if you picture on like a map, like a dartboard, like the bullseye of the dartboard is like where the bomb hits, and everybody there is like fucked. But that's like going to be like a city or a military base. Probably if you live in a house in the suburbs, that's not you. But So if you're not in the bullseye, but you're still on the dartboard, and that's like most of the people. If you picture like the, the volume of the dartboard, most of the people are on the outer edges. They would still get hit by the blast, like a pressure wave. Like there there was a, like a, a meteor that went down in Russia like 10 years ago. It made the news and it uh, blew out people's windows like 50 miles away. Maybe it wasn't that far. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It'd be like that. So it'd blow out the windows of your house
1: and right, so right, right, right.
0: basically you'd be fine like after after I blew out the windows of your house you have to quickly um cover up the windows before the nuclear fallout dust starts to fall and then if you do that you'll be fine pretty much because you're not in the you're not on fire because well that's always f- a
1: good sign yeah
0: <laughs> you're outside of the <laughs> that's the, a plot the like, o- you're outside of the well i'm not
1: on
2: fire <laughs> That's that. so
0: you're you're outside the bullseye so you don't you're not on fire and you weren't hit by the initial blast of deadly radiation so you've just got to cover up your windows basically before the fallout dust starts to fall and then you're fine basically you've got to stay like 10 feet away from the covered windows because the radiation outside it dissipates exponentially the farther away you are so you get like 100 times more radiation if you're standing next to the window than if you're standing 10 feet away from the window. Seems like so, a simulated video game. So it's, it's not really that bad. All you have to do is cover your windows. I, but I believe that like 99% of people will fail to do that because they're not prepared to, to do that. But, so I have a few ideas on if how to... give a
2: warning before that sure. attacks. Everybody <laughs> will be
1: prepared.
0: Warning,
1: you may be on fire. But if not, you'll be okay. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: But yeah, so I think so. Now we can get into the sort of silly ideas here. So the first one. Now that we've got like, this hilarious setup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of this is not done. Not everything on the podcast has to be crack up laughing. Some of it can be a mix of serious and not serious,
1: mm-hmm.
0: useful and useless. But like, if you picture like a roof of a house, not a flat roof, but like a roof, you could have like a thing that just extends that all the way to the ground, like that slides out. Mm-hmm. So that way you don't have to worry about the windows blowing out. And I, I wanted alternate uses for that. One practical one is you could put like more solar panels on your house, on your roof, if you could extend it all the way down to the ground. So that's- Or do it you yeah. yourself, skateboard park. Yeah, that, that way I was going to go there, or Dukes of Hazard ramp, or a sled uh, thing for kids. If you live in a flat, boring state like Iowa, where there's no hills, I also thought that people falling off of the roof—it's funny, but it's too deadly to be funny. But if the roof extends all the way down, I think it's okay to laugh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. They'll be hurt, but they won't be, like, death, deathly hurt. You won't even have to pretend not to laugh.
2: <laughs> I didn't know Tom had a certain level of sadism. He was like, oh, no, five. Level five is a little bit
1: of too much sadism. You're paralyzed like, for life, sadism. but at least you're alive, so it's okay for us to laugh.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. That's
2: level two sadism, and I'm fine with that. I'm going <laughs> to sleep guilt free
0: Back to the you serious thing.
2: thing is-
1: <laughs> My cat. She had an idea she wanted to pitch, I think. So wait, wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Because you were saying I would be a good villain earlier, ready? <laughs> I've been expecting you. Eh? Lannisters always pay their debts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this house idea could protect us from you and your supervillainy.
1: And my supervillain cat. Yeah. She's Yeah.
0: Guy. I think it could protect from tornadoes somewhat. If your house isn't like getting head on wind from the tornado, I bet it there's a high, much higher chance it'd survive if, if your house was like at an angle all the way down. You
1: deflect stuff off of yeah, you deflect off. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like when your neighbor's
1: cow um, comes flying through the air, it'll just bounce off your house instead of crashing through it.
0: Maybe, yeah. I'm
2: an engineer and but I'm not reading too much into it. I do not want to destroy it.
0: Yeah, I mean the want to keep things <laughs> silly. It's a little impractical or a lot impractical. And you'd have to, like, design probably the house from the ground up mm-hmm. to support mm-hmm. such a structure, but... Uh, well, that's usually um, the best way to do a
1: house, because if yeah, your house yeah. is, like, you know, three feet above the ground or something, that's it's difficult to get into. And also hard to make it levitate like that.
2: I would love to have a house, as it's shown in the movie, Up. You know, you could just fly with it, whatever you right? want. Right, yeah, <laughs> catch the balloons. Yeah, but... <laughs> Fuck the so, tornado, I'm, I'm, I'm gone,
0: baby. <laughs> So, like, with the, the roof sliding down, so I had a couple more thoughts with that. One was um, it would look like shit for the front yard, but, like, <laughs> the, if it slid down for the backyard, uh, how often do you actually use a backyard, you know? <laughs> like, you could, you could slide it up in the rare occasions where you actually need to use the backyard, but otherwise you could keep it down. And it can have solar panels on it. It can protect your windows against possible nuclear blasts and all the sledding. Okay, but they
1: have to, nuke you. All the they have to nuke you from the backyard side. Well. Because... Sorry to have a little shit on the idea,
2: but Tom says how how often do you use your backyard? I would say more often than there are nuclear attacks on my house.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But if you knew you were, your, if your backyard was facing a target like a city, then that would probably be the angle. Or if it was facing like southwest-ish, where the tornadoes come from. So yeah, for some people, it would make sense, sort of, <laughs> disregarding the engineering problems with it. <laughs> I think I think we left that we like we left that street <laughs> like two hours ago. <laughs> so <laughs> when i
2: came up with that shitty idea i left all i learned in engineering behind
0: yeah so then <laughs> another idea i had was like um to keep your windows from blowing in i thought well if you put a sheet of like a single pane sheet of glass on the ground you could probably like like drive a car over it and it might not crack oh. so the the idea would be something supporting it so if you had like i was picturing like a football tackling dummy thing that's like it's It's got, like, a triangle support to hold up, like, something flat. It's actually I – I Googled it. It's, it's called a um, football training blocking sled. And you could have that, like, inside your house, like, pressed up against the window. Have something flat, like, right against the window so that if a blast hit it, the window would have nowhere to go inward. So it would, like, protect the window. So that would be for, like, retrofit, like – you don't want to modify your house. You just have that in your house. Yeah, and then I thought, well, you don't want to look like a crazy person with that on your windows to your neighbors. So. I, think, I
2: think we also left that street two hours ago. <laughs>
1: yeah, that train has left this station. That train has left well, <laughs> I'm th- th- not looking. It departed three
0: hours ago. <laughs> I'm gonna put the train not back left. in the station because <laughs> if you have the flat thing against the window, you could play Wily e. Coyote th- and you could put a painting of like the inside of your house mm. On that flat thing that's that's supporting the window.
1: Except I wouldn't do a painting of the inside of my house. I do the painting of an inside of a much nicer house than mine.
0: Yeah, you could do that too. <laughs> and then uh, let's say a burglar comes by and he want he has a baseball bat and he's trying to break through your window. He'll he'll just like hurt his hand and like crack the bat and he'll be like, "What the fuck?" It'll like uh, serve as a burglar protection thing too.
2: So how, how does this work for non-private houses, like communities of apartments? Will the apartments be ready to accept it?
0: Well, it's just a thing. Like your house, you can modify. What about the apartments? Well, this one, you just it's just a, like a football tackling dummy that you just dragged into your apartment. It's just sitting there. You're not like modifying the apartment at all. Sorry, I'm a
2: little under the weather. I'm asking about the previous idea. It just came to me about like house the backyard and everything like yeah. the house and stuff. how do apartments accept that they don't they just die
0: <laughs> not everything works die. for everybody like, they're, they're gonna be on
2: fire fuck capitalistic america
0: <laughs> if my die. silly ideas could save five percent of the population that's better than nobody <laughs> yeah so protect from burglars um and I thought, well, you don't want to actually use a football tackling dummy. What else is like tall and angular that you could press up against the window? And I thought, like a reclining chair, you could attach like the vertical board to the back of the reclining chair and push it against the window. And I don't know, Ace, you might remember this TV commercial that was famous in the eighties where the guy's on a recliner and he turns his stereo on and it like oh it's like so it would be like that when the nuclear bomb went off (laughs) so yeah
1: that was the Dolby thing wasn't it
0: the Dolby Dolby theater sound Yeah, yeah. Um, wow
1: this nuclear blast sounds so
0: real (laughs) anyway um, that's it with that one so then I had the idea why can't you just put like a yard sprinkler on the roof and that would be for if you're closer to the blast
1: and you're in your house
0: put out the fire on your house you know fire on my house but not the fire on me (laughs) or you and i thought well why don't they have that for like forest fire areas like how hard would it be to put a sprinkler in a roof like duh because we do not like to do obvious things in america
2: (laughs) we just want the hard solution
0: yeah
1: well I, i think the biggest problem with that is that i don't know any forests that have a roof
0: well, but houses but, what, in forests have roofs.
1: But what you could do is you could just get a whole bunch of balloons, like just a whole bunch but of like water balloons tied kind to of helium balloons,
2: yeah,
1: absolutely. yeah, like yeah, like the up movie. But you can fill a, a house, house with water
2: like, and then just explode that house,
1: <laughs> <middle there>. right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> instead of having to have smoke jumpers come in, you just get a guy with like some darts and he's like in a helicopter going Pff.
0: or the fire. Pops the balloons and then the water falls down onto the house.
2: Yes, exactly. You could, you could just shoot those balloons in midair. In any case, we like <laughs> to shoot things. <laughs> yes.
0: Um If you guys have any ideas of like silly nuclear war prevention I- or protection ideas that have alternate uses.
2: I, I, I have an idea. Like hire the right secret service who shoots the president who actually <laughs> launches a nuclear attack. Okay. Hire smart people.
0: Prevention. And then when that doesn't work, my next idea, um, so confidence, by the way, when that doesn't work, well, yeah, I was trying to be, um, so I had the idea, this is like, if everything else fails and there's radiation in your house, you could have like a coffin type thing, (laughs) but like with sandbags on it, not on all sides. So you're stuck in there, but like you'd crawl in. Like the head end, but then the rest of it, you just set a bunch of sandbags on, and it because like a foot of dirt will will block most of the radiation. So that's
1: like you have to wait a hundred thousand years for it to all go away, and you can come back out.
2: Exactly, you can of course outlive that
0: radiation. (laughs) Actually, I think I think most of it goes away after like two weeks. Okay, that's how
2: radiation works, Tom.
0: (laughs) No, it's like a half-life thing. It's like a. The high percentage of it is gone after a few that's weeks. A, and then,
2: that's the beauty of Firefly. Well, can,
0: well, can yeah. I, can I, yeah. Then it just slowly dissipates over thousands of years. But like the big deadly peak is gone after can relatively Can I point quickly. out, though,
1: that after you've been buried alive in a coffin for two weeks, it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter if you're in there for two weeks or 100,000 years. Exactly. Exactly. You have the same amount of being alive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is like in your apartment... <laughs> You have a coffin, like, or you can even make it look like a coffee table, and then... If you we were to make that world, you could make
2: the coffin into a one-bedroom apartment within your house, which is... There was, you go. <laughs> yeah. okay, I, think,
1: I think now we have reinvented the bomb shelter. I think that's the way... It's exactly.
2: like a
0: portable, portable exactly. bomb I shelter.
2: I was just going to say that.
0: How many people can spend $100,000 to dig a school bus into the ground? Right in their so, yard like a crazy person.
1: So I have to tell you this. I have a friend that that's uh, married to this guy who's like a doomsday prepper, but he's also a contractor and he's like really good at building stuff. So he became convinced that there was going to be some kind of like there was like some kind of conspiracy theory and the New World Order was going to nuke us. So he was building this bomb shelter and my friend what was like, this? yeah, and it's it's really, pre- I mean, they're putting a pool table down there and they're putting like a hot tub down there and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, Your so train, I'm like, you right? And I'm like, do you really believe all of this doomsday prep stuff? She's like, no, but I want a pool table
0: and a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he just wants, maybe he just wants to kidnap young girls and like hide them down there <laughs> or something horrible.
2: Yeah, I, I would not put it past that guy. <laughs> Wasn't
0: weird. that a Netflix show? There was a movie. Uh, what's it called? Kimmy the- Schmidt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was that, and then there was the. Um, Cloverfield.
1: Oh, uh, I love Cloverfield. Oh, my God. Yeah, the second Cloverfield movie is where they were in the bomb shelter. Yeah. Oh, that was a great one. I love that. John Candy was amazing in that one. Or no, not John Candy. Sorry, John Goodman. Goodman. John Candy would have been a completely different kind of show. Especially since he's dead. But... (laughs) but, Okay, so there's our idea. A reboot of the second Cloverfield but instead of John Goodman, John Candy. Uncle Buck in a bomb shelter. (laughs)
2: If, if you could have three things in your bomb shelter, what would you have? <laughs> like pool table and what hot tub? What will you have?
0: I would want like video games to like pass the time. Okay. Yeah, okay, video what? games, um, hot
1: tub and Kate Upton. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think that was on
0: the table.
2: I, I would like big lively. Oh, I she would be
1: on the it. table and she would be in the hot tub and she, never mind. You want three, three Kate Uptons? It's not that kind of podcast. Never mind. Um, I don't mean at the same time. I don't mean I would dismember her. That's not where I'm going with this. I, I thought it
2: like was I creativity. would take her
1: skin off and wear it as a Kate Upton. I I, skin. I thought
2: it was creativity wasted, <laughs> <laughs> not horreness wasted waste.
1: <laughs> There's a weird how Yankovic song where he talks about he goes, "I want to peel your skin off and wear it over my skin, but not in a creepy way." That's
2: that, that's <laughs> why it's called weird L and not normal L. <laughs>
0: I don't remember that one. He's it's normally super not dark at all. It's off of mandatory fun. It's a very, it's
1: very funny, but very, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very funny song. Um, a little dark, gets a little dark, but.
0: So my last little nuclear prep thing, I thought, well, the, the coffin thing with the dirt is pretty creepy. So my thought was, well, waterbeds, like, what if you just like created like a little cavity under the waterbed? So the water is like around you. So the water blocks you from the. Like in a water bubble or something. Like a bubble underneath the water bed that you hide in. You'd be yeah. like in an aquarium. And
2: could have yeah, that could tree be tree. the alternate
0: use. I didn't have an alternate use for that one actually.
2: <laughs> you could have oh,
0: the the coffin tree. one. The alternate uses for that would be um, if you killed somebody to, to hide the smell of the body, which is creepy. But um
1: not, no not at
2: all. Yeah, because you, you need
0: could...
1: lime. You need lime for that, Tom. I mean, I've heard.
0: But you could use it like like, uh, you could make, like, the most insulated freezer ever. If you had, like, a foot of dirt insulation, you could put, like, a water heater or, like, a freezer in there.
1: But then you have to move it out before, you know, the, the bomb hits.
0: Yeah, that's the problem. But, and uh, you got to find somebody to help you,
1: and, you know, they're not going to help you because they're on fire. Yeah, those assholes. How would I consider it being on fire when I need you to help me move this thing out?
0: Yeah, they didn't listen That those assholes. <laughs> they didn't build my roof all the way down. Um, anything else? Any silly uh, nuclear prop ideas? Any comments on mine? Am I crazy? <laughs> Am I paranoid? I think, we, I think
1: we've just learned yeah. a lot about you today, Tom, that we didn't previously yeah. know. So
0: You see that plastic behind me in the corner? That's actually what? to cover what? the what? window. Uh, <laughs> that's actually that's why that's there that's as far as i'm going though i'm not gonna build a bunker or anything i think i think tom we should meet more in person (laughs) you need to get out of your room (laughs) i don't think it's as crazy given all the ukraine shit i mean it's crazy to be a prepper if there's nothing going on in the world it's a little less crazy to be it now i think Maybe, maybe not i don't know um Any shows or podcasts or things you do and you want to promote?
1: Um, Well, I was supposed to be performing this Thursday, but since I have COVID, that's not going to happen. Oh, bummer. So you can announce
2: you have COVID. Brand new. (laughs) Brand new COVID.
1: The new kind. Um, We'll have dual uses for it in the next episode. I'm going to be appearing at uh, Captain's Quarters in Burton, Michigan on December 2nd. Um, It's going to be a really fun show. So you can come see me then. And I'm going to perform my Christmas song. Well, one of my Christmas songs.
0: I have a great creepy Christmas set that I love.
2: Great creepy Christmas set, okay.
0: I guess everything I do is probably inherently creepy, like having plastic in the corner. And Um, the body under my bed. (laughs) That was meant meant to be a joke, but I came off creepy when I said it. I'm doing a contest in Portage in December, Presidential Brewing Company. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening.
1: This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.